Hello friend, I'm Mike McCurry. Welcome to Bible Tract Echoes. I'm so thankful for the fact that you've joined me here today. And here for me today is in my office. That's not always the case. Uh, in recent days, I've been in Kenya, Australia, Papua New Guinea, New Zealand, all over America. But right now, thank the Lord, I'm in my office because I'm happy to be here. And it's even better when you have guests. Don't you just love it? I remember as a kid, just when I when I heard guests were coming over, you'd be looking out the window, kind of peeking, asking mom 20 times, when are they getting here? When are they getting here? Well, I have a guest with me. I have my friend, Abraham Che. And I realized, I meant to ask you before we start this broadcast, Abraham or Abe, or what do you prefer? My friends call me Abe. Okay. Let's go with Abe. We'll go with Abe then. <laughs> Abe, Jay. Let's dive in because the fun things, I enjoyed like this, just the reminiscing a little bit. When and how long ago did we first meet? It really, it's grand scheme of things. It wasn't that long ago. It was we not. Friends of friends uh -huh. to, to, until recent days. Right. You know, if you were to pin me down and ask me. I don't know that I could pinpoint yeah. it. Um, I'm okay, sure it was at a conference. Orbiting in similar circles a little yes, bit. And absolutely. Th there's a few things that have brought us together. Uh, I, I would say, if I can say modestly, a, a love for God. We, we enjoy serving the Lord and we're privileged to in full-time yes, ministry, which is, I mean, just to ponder that for a moment, that we get to wake up and serve God, serve God's people. That, that's to use a kid's word. It's cool, honestly. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> it is. Um, wouldn't trade it for anything, honestly. Yes, sir. But you are, wh where do you serve God at? So I have the privilege to serve in a town called Lockport, Illinois. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in the Chicagoland area. And I serve now as the co-pastor to a great man of God, Pastor Keith Harrison, who Amen. also happens to be my father-in-law. Amen. Um, you know, I like to think that I'm there for reasons other than this, but the grandkids being with grandma and grandma <laughs> is always a great reason to be absolutely, out of ministry. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, and just thinking about while you're talking, I realized that our wives have been friends in, in, yes. in the same very tight-knit group of friends. So that's probably, honestly, our first introduction Likely. to a yeah. large degree. And But I'm thankful for that, the fact that we both have phenomenal wives and so married so up in so many ways and that our wives are friends and that uh, that kind of brought us to meet each other to a large degree sometimes in the same conferences and things like that but you and and your brother a pastor down in corpus christi texas mm -hmm. and a go, just praise god for what god's doing down there yeah, i think no they had just new building that they opened grand opening Phenomenal. yes their first service uh last sunday in that building and they're doing a grand opening month really praise god over the course and, of this month. and for the folks that might be listening happen to be in the area. What's the name of the church down there? My brother's church? Yes. It is Heritage Baptist Church Amen. in Corpus Christi. Good folks. And Johnny Che is the pastor yes. there. And I'm thankful to call both these men friends. You know, there are some folks that you meet. I appreciate if I can say it this way, a cerebral approach to things, M meaning you think things through. There's a reason for why you do what you do. And I, I, I try to have this, ha have those things. Thank you for well. defining cerebral. Yeah. So that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, something else we share besides, uh, I was trying to figure out a nice way to say it without making us sound intelligent. It's like calling ourselves intelligent, you know, um, like we're so smart. That's, that's not the case, but we've had some discussions because as young men in ministry, 
Now, I don't trumpet this all the time. I'm 31. I realize I sound, I, I, I heard recently someone listening to me on the radio, but I got a kick out of this and I felt I withered inside a little bit. One of other friends that will be on this week will be interviewing as well, the high tenor. He, he He's an assistant pastor at a church in North Carolina. One of the uh, uh, senior saints in this church said to him, you know, Mike McCurry? Is that that guy's about he's, he's what about 60 years old or so so apparently by my voice <laughs> yeah. um I, I give a slightly different perception i'm only double my age i guess by looks i'm about 45 but all that to say <laughs> we wrestle with some things i'm 31 and th- 34 30, 35, 35 about to be 36 yeah yeah and so as we have the opportunity we followed so many great men of god yeah and we're so thankful. Actually, Lord bless and, and I answered a prayer. My, I finished writing a song about the older men of God recently. Mm. It's actually going to be on this first album that we're putting out here. And this is one of the reasons we're talking. Brother Abe and a few other gentlemen, friends of mine, we, we're cutting a music album. And so that's why they're, why he's with us. But we, as we wrestle with these things, we want to make sure to be right with God, mm. right with our fellow man, and that our own conscience, the Holy Spirit, does not prick us about what we're doing. And so there's, we're wrestling with big issues. I won't say it's it's more difficult now than it was, you know, in yesteryear, but it's just different. Yeah. And so as you, specifically about music, as we wrestle with the diverse options available to us, I mean, you can open, now we have Apple Music and Spotify, YouTube even, you can open your phone up and listen to anything. Yeah. Why is it so important for Christians to not only consume, but in the realm of what we're talking about, because we're here recording a project this week, why is it so important for Christians to produce high quality and be discerning about their music? Sure. To your point, every generation has their struggle. Sure. And I remember during my lifetime, really the advent of on your person technology Mm -hmm. has taken off. And the fact that we hold in our hands and in our pockets computers more powerful than the most powerful computer that we ever had in our homes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the internet, even when I was growing up, when I was in elementary school and just getting into high school, it was something that I didn't have free access to. And it was not necessarily because of a distinct decision as much as the fact that you had to pay for it separately right. and the availability was not what it is today. And that can be a tremendous blessing to have the availability and the productivity that the internet and these tools bring us. But with that openness and freedom, Satan absolutely has many footholds in that. The only music that I was able to take in was music that I had to be very directly and personally introduced to, Mm. meaning there was a singing group that came through the church and I heard their music and they were selling a CD and I bought it. It was physical media passed hand to hand. Absolutely. And so in that way, I didn't have as much to choose from, right? but it was more protected. right? And it's wonderful that we now have so much availability, but there's danger there. And I think that for those of us that have had the privilege to be raised the way that we have been, to have been taught that we are musical beings, music appeals to us, and that's not wrong, but there certainly is a right and a wrong when it comes to music, that we do have a responsibility to do what we can, not because we're trying to promote ourselves, but so that this generation 
does not get off track when it so easily could happen. Absolutely. The snares of the devil are numerous. And and it's one of those things. He's got so many hooks in the tackle box. So many lures, I should say. The hooks, the hooks, basically, they're all sharp and pointy. Yeah. And and they're all covered by a very beautiful, alluring lure. And if he can't get you with one, he'll get you with another. And you know people in your ministry, they struggle with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Others, maybe it's tobacco. Maybe others, it, it's things related to lust or things of that nature. But for some people, the besetting sin is music. Right. And so yeah. as we in ministry, it, it, it's almost like playing whack-a-mole sometimes. As soon as you feel like you've conquered and we've eradicated that sin from our church, which you never really have. It, it always pops up. Yeah. But you feel like we've got a handle on this one. Something else, darker and uglier, raises its head. Sure. And and. Sin, when it is finished, mm-hmm. bringeth forth death. And, and people, they want to talk about the amorality of music and, and whether or not it can be right or wrong or all music. It's all pleasing to God, right? Well, the opportunity that we have as young men and the, the platforms that God has given us as a co-pastor, as an evangelist and director here at Bible Tracks, we're so blessed with a goodly heritage and that buzzword may you may hear that a few more times that phrase in 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 coming days but i think of paul levine and you you would have been let's see i was four years old when he passed away in 96 you were only a few years old than that so even if you would have met him the chances of you remembering are slim to none but he was deeply involved with good solid music and mm-hmm. produced it 10 12 albums many of them with well, he was known as blind bob finley was his traveling companion mandolin and dobro and guitar and all this fun stuff but it's a blessing to carry on that legacy yeah. a little bit and you know before we sign off there, there's so many important things you got about two or three minutes left for you as you talk to of course young people the middle age the elderly about this area of music if you were going to give them one thought to help them just to we're not trying to change your whole life in the next two minutes, but just to awaken a need for discernment. I mean, we're, not gonna t- we're not telling you right now what is right and wrong. We could take PowerPoint slides and two hours and still not touch the surface. Talk to us just about discernment in the life of a Christian. I think that the, the most important thing is that you remain sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I mean that in the most genuine sense possible. And the understanding that music will affect people differently. Yes. And I don't think, depending on how you were raised, a certain style of music may take your memory mm-hmm. or take your spirit back to a place that is not God honoring right. for you. Right. And if that happens, I hope and pray that you are sensitive enough to say that while this may not affect my brother or sister in Christ, I know that it affects me. Absolutely. And understanding that it's not worth it. Yes. There's so much other good music that does edify my spirit, that does draw me closer to God. Amen. And with the availability that we have today, in my opinion, there's no excuse for a stubborn, fixation on a certain song, a certain type of music that draws you away from the Lord. Just understand that the intention behind music is supposed to edify our spirit, is supposed to glorify God. Amen. And if your music does not, 
then there's an opportunity for you to get that right. Amen. Before we started this broadcast, just had a quick word of prayer. While praying, the Lord prompted me to talk to him about how touchy of a subject this is. This is, it's, it's one of the most personal things you can get into. And you don't think something that is so tightly intertwined to who we are is not going to be used by the evil one, by the prince right. of power of the air, or if I can say the airwaves. And I'm thankful for every single uh, gospel uh, radio station f that is allowing broadcasting and, and productions like this one and all the others that you hear 24-7. We hear it's a missionary that never sleeps. Praise hmm. God for us battling back against this. So on the listener side, please, please be so careful. But then also, if you're out there and you have a desire for this type of thing, I had a desire to produce good and praise God for him fulfilling, not to take it out of context, but fulfilling and giving the desires of your heart to, to give those desires to me and allow those to come to fruition. We have to close now. We'll be talking to some more folks from the group here in the very near future. And we thank you so much for listening to Bible Track Echoes. My prayer is that you have a great day for his glory. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.